everyone. If you'd like to discover some creativity potions and fun-filled elixirs to enliven your life, then you'll want to stay tuned. Jill Badonsky, the personification of creativity, is with us today. What would happen if you crossed an artist with a comedian, a poet, a creativity coach, a performer, a yoga teacher, and wrap them all up in a big dose of playfulness and fun. Chances are you'd get Jill Badonsky. Jill Badonsky is a nationally recognized workshop leader, an award-winning speaker, and the author of The Nine Modern Day Muses and a Bodyguard. Plus the award-winning The Almanac, A Daily Dose of Wonder, and who doesn't need some of that? And the Muse is in an owner's manual to your creativity. She is an author illustrator, inspirational humorist, and founder of Kaizen Muse Creativity Coaching Training. So pleased to welcome you on the show today, Jill. Thank you. What a great introduction. <laughs> well, I'm thinking because we're going to be talking about creativity that don't you think we should start by summoning the nine modern day muses? We could do that. They're they're usually always around, but sometimes they're preoccupied. One of them has ADHD, so yeah, get their attention. Yeah, right, right. Well, so how do we summon them? Do you want to introduce uh, them, maybe, or I I could do that. I could just kind of call attendance and yeah. see if they'll show up. Why don't I do that? That's that's to be great. So, the nine modern day muses are the Greek muses updated. And so they have names like Ahaphrodite, and she's the muse of paying attention. And there's Albert, it's an equal opportunity muse gaggle, and he's he's the muse of thinking differently. There's B. Silly, she's the muse, she's the one with ADHD. She's the muse of play and movement and taking yourself lightly. There's Muse Song, she's the muse of encouragement and saying the things you need to say to yourself that help you become more creative. There's Spills. She's the muse of imperfection and process and practice. And there's Audacity. She's the muse of courage. Lull is the muse of, you know, sometimes you got to take a break. And then there's Marge. She's the muse of, okay, now let's get started. And the Shadow Muse, and that's the muse of just all of these wonderful, dark emotions we sometimes have that can be channeled into creativity. And of course, the bodyguard who helps us protect our creativity, our thoughts about it, our time, and all of those kinds of things. So those are, they're, they're really self-talk because one of the biggest ways we can be creative is by telling ourselves things that encourage our creativity instead of, I can't do this, I'm too old, somebody's already did it, somebody's already done it better, I'm overwhelmed, what if I don't do it right? So those are a lot of the commonly used self-talk that doesn't really help us. And the muses, like pay attention, think differently, lighten up, be courageous, those are the ones that we need roaming around in our head or our living room so we can become 
we can use our creativity. We all have it. Well, and, and we should talk about the bodyguard too. I think Arnold, right? Arnold, well, it, you have the first book, Arnold. <laughs> Arnold, we just call the bodyguard the bodyguard now because Arnold oh, okay. kind of had had a fall from Grace. decency at one point. <laughs> 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 so, and some people like to have a an image of a woman, you know, warrior woman or whatever in their their mind, rather than a, a male bodyguard. So call it just the oh, bodyguard. Yeah. It's a good idea. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's, there's a little piece in here that I thought this is the book. It's my well thumbed through copy. Can I read this little piece real quick? Um, the muses know that the modern world is subjected to all different kinds of attacks of discouragement. Many obstructive and scary intruders emerge as we walk down the garden path to our creative dreams kind of like a scene from The Wizard of Oz where malevolent forces from the special effects department at MGM are buzzing Dorothy and her threesome. Mortals need valiant protection against these forces. So I think that's just kind of a good beginning introduction mm-hmm. to the bodyguard and why we need one. Yeah, well, you're right. There's there's just all sorts of things that take us off our creative path. So just thinking that how am I going to protect my creative process, simply asking the question can empower our courage, our passion, and those kinds of things, our determination, just the types of things that will keep us in the path no matter what, no matter the discouragers, the critics, our own expectations, you know, we, we need some sort of fortification to, to stay the course. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be consistent. We can yeah. return to it, but just uh, beginning again all the time. That's one of my mantras is eh, begin again, yep, start over, stay right. with it. Yeah. Well, so should we talk about the benefits of creativity? We could. Would you like to do that? <laughs> I would. I think, well... I mean, because people think, yeah, well, creativity, but you know, it's just like, I'm just playing around. It's not, I have to do my serious, the real work, but there are many benefits of creativity. And if you don't get to your creativity, you can get really cranky, as you say. That is true. I think anybody who has been engaged in the creative process knows the benefits, but even beyond the concrete, I want a book, I want a painting, I want to write a poem. When we're engaged in the creative process, we can't help but get benefits beyond the book, the painting, the poem, because we're persevering. And that perseverance not only works with getting something done creatively, it starts to show up in every single area of our life. Flexibility resourcefulness. Uh, when you're creative, you, you're, you know, Clarissa Esti Pinkola says your, your eyes sparkle, your hair is more shiny. There's proven scientific evidence that when we're engaged in the creative process, our bodies are working at their best. I know when I wrote the book, I'm somebody who needs 10 hours sleep, eight hours sleep, and I was operating on four hours sleep because I was in my passion 
and I was running on my inspiration. And, you know, we get into a flow and it's timeless, it's enjoyment, it's, it's um, validation. And I guess we could talk the whole hour on all of the benefits. It's, it's processing who we are, what we're faced with, it's connecting with other people. So I have a hard time imagining being without the creative process. And and that's why my life's mission has been helping people to get through these blocks so they can feel all of these things and experience all of these things. You know, and you have a number of ways of, of doing that. You have a website called The Muse is In, M-U-S-E, Muse, like the modern day muses and the artistic muse. Um, you also have Kaizen Muse, creativity coaching that you do, mm-hmm. and you train people to become Kaizen creativity coaches. And you have a podcast. I do. I do. My, the Muse's pod- Daydream. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, there's all of those things. The, the podcast is sort of my own outlet there's it's little stories that are funny they're short for the short attention span but they they have little creative morals to them the the coaching training is a pretty intensive 18 week course where we go through all of these blocks and we we talk about the best for way for a creative person to get through them which is you know life coaching sometimes is telling people what to do. You can't do that with a creative person. You you can't do the linear course because creativity goes from A to B to chocolate pudding to Cincinnati to zero to 60 to it's, it's all over the place. Um, so understanding the creative mind is a real important part of the, the creative process and teaching people how to work with people who are creative. So yeah, there's um, there's a stream of commonality through all of these things I do, and it's it's just have fun. You know, in order for me to have written these three books, it, it had to be fun. There's humor in all of them. Um, lower your expectations, because right now we're in an epidemic of high-pressure expectations, especially because mm. of everything we can see out there comparisons at it's all time high because the ability to see what everybody's doing is that it's all time high and people compare themselves and then they, they get derailed and it's sad because comparison is, is such a dubious type of a thing um, that we need this little self-talk, the bodyguard and understanding that it's really normal kind of pointing it out to ourselves. Oh, there I am. I'm comparing myself. I'm on my own path. This person's doing something differently. I'll do something differently. And kind of doing what needs to be done to stay with your own version of creativity, because it's all different. Creativity is in leadership. It's in empathy. It's in gardening. It's in cooking. It's in raising kids. It's, It's not just the writing, the music, the dance. It's life. It's your thoughts are creating your reality. (laughs) That's true. That's so true. People have been 
driven a little bit crazy with politics and, Mm -hmm. you know, the politics of hate that have been just bombarding us. And we need to just stop and and have some fun and enjoy our creativity and and play. And it's a real connector too. You know, Mm -hmm. we're such a divided country right now, but one of the things that, that brings us together is our enjoyment of movies, our enjoyment of a book. You know, the, those things don't create a lot of division um, that way. But it, it's a hard time right now. I'm working with a lot of people whose whose focus is gone, whose mm-hmm. desire to even show up for the things they used to show up for is compromised because of mm-hmm. the pandemic, because of this whole shift in our country with with the hate and, and the division, there's a loss. And, mm-hmm. you know, the pandemic gave us a loss. It gave us a loss of freedom. It gave us a loss of the way things used to be. Politics has given us a loss. I, I don't mm-hmm. know about a lot of you, but people I used to think were in my court aren't anymore because of politics. Um so that's that's a loss. And in loss, our creativity is often suspended. Our mm-hmm. desire is suspended. And a lot of that is going to adapting to these changes. So people are wondering, why don't I want to do anything? And it makes sense in terms of the stages we go through in loss. Um, and mm-hmm. grieving. And grieving. We're in, in grieving. In a way. Grieving. Yeah. And, and the planet, the climate crisis, and then the fossil fuel companies, et cetera. All, you know, it, it, it's, it's a lot to carry. Mm-hmm. And, and one person cannot carry all of that. No, it's too it, heavy. Too heavy. It is. And, and you're right. What I teach right now is, is something called wild abandoned art. And I think a lot of people are drawn to it because it's, about no rules. It's about having fun. It's about lowering your expectations and getting back to being a kid again, just scribbling, drawing with your eyes closed, with your non-dominant hand, drawing things you're looking at that are upside down um, so that there's no way you can be perfect because, right, you know, that perfectionism is one of the biggest blocks is needing things to be right, needing things to be perfect. And that's why getting back to being a child who children just throw themselves into things. They don't worry about whether they're good or not. And that's one way to get our fun back is just to to get out of how something needs to be and get into that wonderful state that makes art possible, um, which is just relaxing and enjoying for the most part. Well, so let's go to a short break. And we'll be back in just a moment with more from Jill Badonsky. Do stay tuned. In case you're just joining us, this is Aspire with Osha, Art, Nature, Humanity, and I'm your host, Osha 
Hayden, and I am here with Jill Badansky. She's a creative freedom fighter for creativity. So let's talk a little bit more about, we were talking about the benefits of creativity and challenges that can get in the way. You know, one of the things that happens in the creative process is getting lost in a flow where time goes by and you didn't even realize the time was going by. But it's during those moments when we're painting or gardening or playing music or writing that we're we're actually rejuvenating ourselves. We're we're in a real divine process. We're creating and Oftentimes it's coming out of intuition in our subconscious. So it's a real different part of existence than this outer world that is filled with fear. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of the people who are seeking the kind of classes and coaching that I do aren't showing up. And they're not showing up because their mindset is around, you know, it's it's just really normal to be into the negative bias. It's just like I'm, I'm procrastinating. Um, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. Uh, what if I'm not any good at it? Those are all, they're all primal types of thought that are based on fear. And as we, we kind of crawl up the, the ladder of consciousness a little bit, there are some devices that we can use that make it easier to show up to that wonderful flow. And one of them is, and it's really simple and it sounds so ridiculous, but over the years, it's one of the most profoundly helpful things that people have used. And that is instead of going, I have to, I have to do my writing. I have to do my art. I have to do something creative saying I get to saying I get to it's, it's a whole shift in energy. If, if you kind of try it out with the energy of your body, you know, some people listening here might have been putting things off for a long time and they're going, I have to get back. See how it feels to say I get to do some writing or some art and break it down really small instead of I have to write for an hour a day. I have to do art for an hour a day. What if it was five minutes a day and you gave yourself permission to do just really stuff that is crappy you know, just the crappy first draft. Small and crappy is one of our, our mottos. And the other thing to get up to that higher consciousness is in, if you're a creative person wanting to get back to your creativity, I want you to do this right now. And that is think about what you love. What, why were you called to do whatever it is that you're longing to do creatively or that you have done and want to get back to? What is it that you like about it. You know, I'm a watercolor painter and can put the paint on the page and add another color to it. And all of a sudden it goes in a different direction than I had planned. It's like opening a present and something special is coming out of it that I wasn't expecting. When I write, all of a sudden something takes over and these words and sentences come out. And I just love rereading it when it something I like. Those are the things I like. When I think about those things, I want to do them. When I think about what I love about my creative passions, it, I'm more likely to show up for them. 
than if I'm saying I'm not doing them, it's hard, I don't know where to begin. So it's it's a whole little tiny shift in, in how we think about things. Asking questions. What would it make it easier for me to show up? What would make it more fun? What does this character want to do next? What do I want to draw next that might be fun? And not even needing an answer in the moment, just kind of programming your subconscious with questions. The the mind can't refuse questions. So when we ask ones that enable our creativity, all of a sudden we're reprogramming our desire to to get there again. But don't you think also that the nature of the important of the questions that you ask is really critical because if you ask bad questions, you're going to get bad answers, right? Right. And that a lot of people are asking, how come people are doing this better than me? How come I can't do it like them? How come, you know, I can't start? And your subconscious will also work on those questions and give you answers that aren't going to serve you as much. But the thing to remember is those are really normal questions because we just ask them. So we we can't always be vigilant about asking the right questions, but we can catch ourselves. Um, sometimes it's such a habit, which is another big creative block is these habits we have. And some of them are our self-talk. So they're, they're really insidious about constantly going, you know, how come they're better than me? So just beginning to practice, the only way that we can reprogram our thinking is through repetition. And just every time you catch yourself or having, pairing it with something, you know, pairing it with loading your dishwasher or taking a walk. And so these questions are getting some airtime um, and they're, they're starting to replace these more negative ones because I believe they're more powerful. I believe the ones that are truly tapping into our higher purpose are going to be more powerful in terms of giving us answers and motivating us, inspiring us to get back to our work versus the ones from the lower self. Um, and you, I think you have to be really mindful and go, you know, when, when you're in comparison, which is huge derailer, just go, Oh, you're in comparison again. That's a human thing. Why don't we remember the things you do well, you know, and the things you've already done and, why don't we take this as an indicator that let's take a little tiny step in the direction that they've been going in, but be realistic about it and practice it and enjoy it versus putting this pressure. There, there's so many really accomplished and talented people out there that aren't enjoying it at all because there's so much mm. pressure. And to me, that's sort of sad, not sort of sad, but really sad and and so, and those are a lot of perfectionists. It's like, I'm, I'm doing this. Somebody's giving me a compliment about it. I can't even accept the compliment because I don't believe them. And they need to start asking the question, what would it feel like to enjoy what I'm doing instead of putting mm. this pressure on myself? And That's again, a good question. No answers needed. Just ask the mm. question because your subconscious will start giving you these feelings. This is what it feels like to enjoy what you're doing. We want to enjoy, you know, the process is, life is the process. And when you're in the state of enjoyment, you're going to do better work in the long run. And if it doesn't turn out better, 
you've been in a state of enjoyment. So that's worth it just right there. You have retreats that you offer and just all kinds of very fun ways for people to engage with other people in very creative ventures. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, okay. Yeah, I just got back from Greece where I did a workshop in Crete. And usually what I do is every February, I'm in Taos, New Mexico at the Maple Dodge Lewin House. And I do a week of creativity of writing and art and movement and silly dance for for anybody who just wants to be nurtured and and get back to themselves and especially for intimidated people i'm an introvert so i know what it's like to be introverted and and want to go to a retreat but be scared about it so i do i do those i'm i do a lot of online fun stuff i have something called the underground highway to creative results. So that's a once a month Zoom workshop and teaching various places. So yeah. So I just want to tell my listeners that you heard it here. There is an underground creative Mm -hmm. fun happening that Mm -hmm. you might be able to get invited to. (laughs) Everybody's invited. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's quite a fun place to hang out. <laughs> and and what they would do to find out about that is go to themusesin.com or mm-hmm. you can subscribe to my newsletter and that fun. has I um send out my workshops and retreats every other weekish and also there I believe they're listed on the Muses in um website as well. So People can go there. And I highly recommend the newsletter, the Muses in Newsletter. It is just a hoot. It is really, really fun. So if you want to have something show up in your inbox, you open it and you're just going to go into fun. You're going to laugh. You're going to be amused. And then you'll probably get into this very creative mood. Then I sign up for this the muse is in because it's guaranteed <laughs> to uh, deliver a little fun to your mailbox. Just my opinion. Oh, thank you for saying that. But yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I think about. I've been very afraid to do painting because I'm not a. I'm not a two dimensional. You know, I, I I can do three dimensional. I can sculpt all day, but two dimensional, like drawing things, is weird for me. So lately, I've been thinking about kind of using your approach, thinking, okay, so what if I just get some colors that I like and just smudge them on a surface and just play with them and see what happens? You could do that. So one of the things I do to get people out of that, because painting can be a lifetime passion for people and people who usually go away from my retreats are addicted and can't stop doing it. But it's fun to have something to paint too. You know, the acrylics are really good for into intuitive painting. I use watercolors and it, it helps to have something to paint in. So you're, you don't have that blank sheet of paper that can intimidate you. So I do all sorts of, of these rapid fire, you know, if, if you have a pen, you could do one now where you close your eyes and you, you, 
you draw a dog with your eyes closed from memory or you you like I would draw you right now I can see you but I'm not looking at what I'm drawing so so you get these wonderful little funny uh, wabi-sabi I call them wabi-sabi because wabi-sabi is a wonderful word about how life isn't permanent or perfect and that's one of the wonderful things about it and it these drawings of the dog and a flower, um, a vase of flowers and the person in front of you without looking become these these things that have story and energy and mystery instead of these rigid drawings that look like everybody else's drawing. Then you take some watercolor and you just paint over them. You put them in a frame and people think you're a genius. <laughs> it's just the permission to really take away having to look like anybody else's things. And, you know, what the interesting thing is, people's personality comes out. Mm -hmm. I ask people to draw dogs and flowers, typewriters, bikes with their eyes closed. There is no two that are alike. They There's small ones and big ones and ones with details and ones with no detail. And so your true voice begins to come out when you're not so uptight about how something needs to look. Um, that's where the fun begins. So and I think some a little bit of instruction helps too. People can buy your books or go to your website to get more information. And one thing that's pretty fun is if you want to see just a regular looking website that looks like a lot like a lot of the other websites that you see out there, then don't go to Jill Badonsky's <laughs> The Muses in. Just don't go there because it is not like that. And it is creative, like from the door open, you know, the minute you open the door on her website, you will see the creativity and your art is in there, Jill and your amazing art. I just, oh, it's so much fun. I also have a YouTube channel that has a lot of these little instructions. Um, oh, little, tell us little, about that. Yeah. It's, um, should be Jill Badonsky on YouTube, but there's mm -hmm. a lot of little short videos that show you how you can do really fast and, and wild type of, of drawing and painting to enjoy it versus having to make it right and perfect. And, and it's a contagion. So you, you begin to do these things. And I, and I have usually a YouTube in every newsletter of creative instruction. There's prompts, little creative prompts in every newsletter that sometimes have a YouTube of instruction with them. So that's, that's just a good way to get something for free and see if you like it. Let's take a short break and we'll be back in just a minute with more Jill Badonsky and creativity. Be right back. <laughs> 